we are back with another morning roast edition of the Black Widow Cream Podcast, where every Wednesday morning we deep dive into creative topics with the goal of giving you a daily dose of motivation and inspiration. I'm your host, Ben Haggerty, a.k.a. Ben Real vs. World. This is my co-host, David Malavi. What up, Dave? What's up, man? How you doing? I'm doing fucking great, man. How are you? I'm pretty good. This is our first uh, recording of 2020 morning roast, I think. Technically, I think we released some in 2020, but this is the first recording. The first record, the physical recording of yeah. the morning roast. Feels good. Feels, uh, you know, I feel like I'm better than I was last year. I feel better. Yeah. We're, lo- we're locked in. We're ready to go. Yeah. I just got over being sick for like a month straight. So I feel like uh, now, as of today, I feel 100%, which is dope. Or 99% tomorrow, I'll feel 100%, which is cool. By the time this comes out... 100%. Yeah. Stay you know tuned, Ben's going to be doing great. Anyway, today's topic is called You Should Find a Mentor. Um, you know, mentorship, I think, especially in the creative field, but pretty much in every field, plays a big role in everyone's lives. I, my career came together because of mentors. Dave's career came together because of mentors. Um, super key to have one. Some people, I think, find a struggle of, of obtaining a mentor. It doesn't always have to be a physical mentor or someone that you meet with in real life. But if this is your first time listening to the podcast, you're probably wondering, what the fuck is Black With No Cream? Great question. Black With No Cream is the illest educational resource for content creators fueled by caffeine. Or at least I take my coffee Black With No Cream, but you can drink or not drink whatever caffeine you fuck with and still be a part of our community. We have thousands of members from all around the world working together by sharing content, asking for feedback, passing tips and tricks along to one another with the goal of pushing each other to become the best motherfucking content creators on earth. And you can join our private group if you want to by going to bwnc.com slash join. We would love to fucking have you. Please join. And without further ado, I bring to you this morning roast episode and the second most epic podcast intro ever created right motherfucking now. Take some fucking notes, you bitch. Okay, so real quick before we get started with this shit, we need to know, do we keep or not keep the old Western style morning roast intro? Obviously, it was a number one hit in 2019. It cleared the charts, won us tons of plaques and Grammys and all kinds of stuff like that. But is it time to move on and create something new? Um I don't know what Dave's opinion is. I could ask him. I don't know. I love the song. Video. Thanks. I don't know if you people have watched the video. Video's pretty good. Video's amazing. Yeah. But uh, could we do better? I don't know. Comment time. Everyone hop on YouTube. But I, yeah, we'd honestly love to know if you guys like it, think it's funny. Yeah. Um, do you enjoy listening to it? Because a lot of, it's funny, There's you know you listen to a podcast like, Often, and yeah. the jingle becomes like something you kind of jam to. Like I'm wondering if people kind of welcome like, to the you know morning I mean? roast. Are people getting into this? Like, all right, I'm about to about to get hyped. Right. You know. I don't know. Yeah. Don't let know. us know in the comments, please. That'd be awesome. Um, other current events. We just finished our competition with Diesel that we started last year, which is cool. Um, round one finished. We picked three contestants that moved on to round two. They all were shipped a Diesel backpack. Um, and competed for the Diesel for Successful Living $2,000 gift card to B&H photo. Um, and we picked our winner and announced the winner yesterday. If you haven't checked our Instagram or the Facebook group, you can check that to see all of the final contestants' um, submissions. But big shout out to It's Me, Gustava. Gustav. Gustav. 
Mark Gustav. It was Mark. Mark won um, first place on that guy. Um, and then our two runner-ups, Maddie, Matteo Welsh, and uh, DualSense. And DualSense. And they then killed Chris, Chris Mangacat. Yeah. So those are, they all killed it. Um, you know, dude got $2,000 gift card to, to B&H Photo. So excited to see what he spends that on. But I do want to mention, I think this is worth mentioning, uh, what we love to see is that, you know, a lot of people did this, but also the, the, the three, three finalists really put together a team to create these videos and mm-hmm. the videos turned out awesome yeah like they're they're sick so if you uh if you haven't seen them go check them out on our instagram page but you know it's one person's names on the the video but they you know they got producers they got someone to shoot it they got people to star in it yeah and that's kind of like what the whole goal of it is to yeah. like you know f- challenge you to create something as if you're being hired so shout out to all of them it was cool because i got to i spoke to everyone that Enter after we announced the winner and stuff and I messaged the people that didn't win and I was just like letting them know how dope their stuff was or whatever and the fact that they're they're all walking away like hey at the end of the day it's a contest like we appreciate being a part of it now we have something ill for our real which is like the coolest thing is That's that they were able to way. walk away from a contest with something tangible that they can utilize to show brands and honestly all their stuff it was impossible to pick a winner it was yeah, like it's t- it was tough I'm glad but, it wasn't just us I'm glad it was like diesel and them voting too so yeah. it's like not just on our, our but, back but for real like they they can all take Everyone who could, like the, those people can take their videos for Diesel as specs mm-hmm. for other brands to show like, hey, the, yeah, this is how I could promote something. Yeah, and absolutely. you could land two or three jobs off that. So. I love it. Um, we also uh, just recently partnered with um, AT and T. They're doing their own film award. Uh, where's the notes on that? You have you had the little. Verbiage. They're hosting the 2020 AT and T Film Awards, where they're recognizing uh, young aspiring creators who are shaping the future of entertainment. So. There's a specific contest that they're running right now for uh, creators that are between the ages of 13 and 18. So mm-hmm. if you're 18 or, or younger or you have a little brother or a cousin or a neighbor or someone who you know is interested in film, then definitely send them because this could be a sick opportunity. Especially like me, I always share the story when we do contests because like being able to get a, into a contest early on, a little film festival type uh, competition when I was just getting started, taught me a lot when I was able to get into it. I'm glad Black and No Cream is able to do it. This isn't obviously our contest, but at and is trying to do something cool. I think it's new for them too, but they're, yeah, it's 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 good. And to get involved, it's not too hard. Um, I have a little bit about it. So it says at and hosting a contest for the best youth film concept where they will be picking five winners that will receive an all expense paid trip to New York City for the Tribeca Film Festival. And at that festival, the winners will receive hands-on filmmaking training and mentoring from non profit fresh films and we'll work together to create content about their Tribeca experience which is pretty dope uh, just to be at that festival would be awesome for networking but I mean especially as a youth that'd be fucking amazing all you have to do is write two short essays explaining your idea for the short film that follows one of the three theme choices and a short video explaining why you're interested in developing your film skills that's it that's all you got to do you got to enter um, by January 24th 2020 at 11 59 p.m eastern time um we put a link in the description so all the information is there you guys can check that out um so yeah so yeah just it's to cl- free to join just to, it's it's free to join only for u.s contestants and uh just to clarify you just have to create two short essays with your own idea of a short film and you have three theme choices that they give you that give you prompts of like what you need to write about um so it's all up to your imagination and super simple to enter and could be a sick opportunity so Yep. So share it around, let people know and hop on it. If uh, you fit that criteria, uh, it sounds pretty dope. What? I want to go to Tribeca Film Festival. (laughs) 
Yeah, I know. That sounds awesome. Should and pull New, up. New York City. That's <laughs> yeah, it. Yeah, I know. Um, I, I, the mentor, let's go to mentorship. For, I think we were talking about this the other day because I, I think, and I was reflecting on the other day, I almost wanted to do a series. So I was like, man, what would be a cool series? Like, what if I got to talk to people about their first mentor or the first mentor that made an impact on their life? Because I feel like at one, at certain points, people give that credit to those people, obviously, because uh, they change the lives. But it's like, I, there's so many things I would never have been able to do without the different mentors in my life. And it doesn't just have to do with like my current career. Like there's mentors that played parts in the leapfrogging that I did to get to where I am today. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, my boy Chuck is, I don't know if he knew he was my mentor, but I would call him my mentor in music and creativity in general. And I don't know how many times I'd, I'd be able to stay, sit with them in the basement and um, just not just him, but like the people that we were around by default were all mentors to me because we're always learning and growing together and just being able to find someone that I could vibe off of was so crucial to me. Even in college, I had my internship experience was with this dude, Jason, who had like a film production company and my internship was with him, but really we just chilled and talked about YouTube videos and stuff like that. But he was a mentor to me, even though we really never did any projects together. I just would hang out and help out with whatever and, and see his space and use his space. And like to be in that environment was really eye opening for me, which was super key. But um, I think what we were talking about that you thought was interesting was the idea of like, I've seen it in the Facebook group a lot where people, I remember there's one kid, I can't remember who it was, but that made like a kind of a cry for help about how they, he had nothing. He had no connection to anybody. His town had no one in it that saw things the way he saw it. He couldn't collaborate with people. He didn't really have friends in general, um, but was interested in this space and found black widow cream to be like a helpful tool for the sole fact that there was other like-minded people like, that that wanted to pursue things like he did and so it was important for him to be a part of that which is so cool and that's what he used as his mentor you know what i mean yeah and i was saying to you i'm like i my one of my mentors is spike jones but i don't know that dude you know what i mean I, i'll never know that dude i mean there's there's millions of mentors that i've grabbed on and i've studied in and out and i've tried to like adapt my creativity and how I do things or how I maneuver, or how I talk or how I, you know what I mean? Through music, through this and that. So there's like your, the availability to a mentor is really, really wide. And I don't think a lot of people understand that. Yeah. I think, uh, I think a lot of times, like if you, if you, if someone was to read this title and was like, you need to, you should find a mentor. They're like, okay, well how, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Cause like, I don't have someone that's, I've DM people and they don't answer. I've, I don't have people around me that are willing to mentor me. And right. I think like, personal mentors are super super key like we both have have some and uh obviously they're amazing and there's we'll talk later about you know ways that we think you could reach out that would help to like be able to shadow someone or be able to ask someone questions or or get mentored but i think like black like like that kid's example like black or no cream is a way to like crowdsource a mentor almost because Mm -hmm. you just have a place to go ask questions and if you have people to lean on and like people to, to read or even just to go through the group and just read. Right. Like you're not asking questions, but sometimes I love going to the post and just reading everyone's comments. Cause you just learn stuff about questions you didn't even have. Yeah. You didn't think you had, you know what I mean? But in other ways, like, you know, the podcast you listen to, like our mentors, like when I was graduating and I decided I wasn't going to pursue my, my, uh, degree per se, mm-hmm. like Gary V could have been a mentor for me because I listened to him every day and he just got me hyped up right. and got me thinking different and got me believing that I could do this as a career. So that's like a mentor in its own way. Listening, starting to listen to Black Widow Cream before I worked uh, within it was a, a super huge mentor because it was like 
through the stories of other people, I'm taking and learning things, you know? Yeah. I think like, even now I think about it like, mentors to me, like, you know, I've have been able to have people like you and, and you know, our, our network here, but also like, I'm, I use, I'm constantly learning and observing. And, and for example, if I go on music video set yesterday, right, I'm connecting with the director, but I'm observing him. Like mm -hmm. I'm, I'm, I'm there working doing my own job, but I'm sponging everything I possibly can. How does he, how is he talking to the talent? How is he communicating his ideas? How is he solving this problem? You know what I mean? And through that, that's mentorship in a way. It's, it's Absolutely. weird, but it's, it's indirect. Like, so I think it's, it's really just learning that like, uh, in order to get where you want to go, you need to learn from people who are more experienced and better than you. And, and, and also I think it's important is, uh, what's cool about mentorship situations is they expose you to situations that are like above your pay grade. I feel like, right. you know what I mean? Like starting to work with you immediately, I was put in a situation that was way above what I was con considering myself capable at that point. Right. Right. And it caught, it forced me to grow really, really, really fast because I was having to keep up and learn, you know? Right. And then consistently that's been the case is I've taken a student position under people that are much older and much more experienced than me in order to like get, ex cause I'm getting access into, to spaces that are, uh, that allow me to like grow faster than I would by myself, you know? Right. And I feel like it, we're in like the, sorry, I'm taking my fucking hoodie off. I'm hot as shit. We're in the best time right now because we, the internet is so easy to pull shit from. Like the fact that you can get online and, you know, maybe not get a response from someone, right? Like they're not physically talking to you. It's the same thing as you going and watching the director from a bird's eye point of view. You know what I mean? Like you don't, he's not, or she's not holding your hand and walking you through like, this is why I said this to that person. This is why I had the DP move over here. Exactly. This is why they're not saying that it's up to you. It's up to you to take and get what you can from it. You might not know why they made that decision. And that might be a question you would want to ask them if you had a chance to like, Hey, why did you do that? And they can explain it to you. They may not, but most of it, as much as you can, I would say that you would be able to soak up like 70% of what they did, the tricks and things that they added to their, the video and that day. I'm just saying that as an example, Yeah. but like that's an opportunity for you to do it. You can do that same thing through books, podcasts, like the ability to say like, like Gary V can be, we can be a mentor. Like this yeah. podcast is a mentorship because we're able to talk about things that you may not have been able to learn elsewhere. Google search, you know, fucking ask someone. We may have intel that people don't share or give you through conversations we have with other people or these conversations we have with ourselves, etc. So it's like you can look at these different things as a mentor and grab onto that. You may never meet us. You may never get to chat with us. You may never get to have an extensive conversation that answers all of your questions from A to Z, but you still have the opportunity to get 60% out of us through the things that we you know, throw on the wall and it sticks. Now, how do you absorb that? How do you utilize that? And what you do today, today and tomorrow and the next day moving forward is up to you. I remember the first day I was on set and I'm sure it's the same thing for you. You come on a set and you're just like looking around like, holy fucking shit. Like there's 80 people here moving lights around and setting up cabling and attaching shit to a ceiling. And I'm like, I would have never been able to orchestrate this by myself before this. Like I have no idea how I would even what the fuck is that person's department called? You know yeah, what I mean? Exactly. Like I made a fool of my, like not even really, I mean a fool to myself, but it was like trying to help out and I had no idea how to help out as a PA or whatever. Like, Hey, can I help you guys carry lights? And then 
or can I set these cables down? Like, yeah, yeah, string this from blah, 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 and put the stinger on that. I'm like, what the fuck's a stinger? Oh, I know, the lingo. Yeah, and you're just like, what the fuck? And they're like, copy, copy. And I'm like, why is he talking like a soldier? I, I don't understand what the fuck's <laughs> going on. And then I go back to Iowa like, oh, I have so much shit to learn. You know what I mean? But that's what's exciting is that by being there and you hear how this person communicates to this person, this person, if you can't ever figure out like, how did they do that? Or why did they do that? And you have the ability to ask someone, that's the best move and getting in those spaces is the best move. But I think that that's the epitome of having a, a mentor and they come in all shapes and sizes. You know what I mean? And yeah. that's super crucial is to understand that that's possible to consider a mentor, someone that's fictional to you. almost. Yeah. I, I, I think if you think about like old, tr- old times where like it was a trade economy or whatever and you grow up and your dad was a blacksmith or whatever, right? Or you want to be a blacksmith and you go apprentice under a blacksmith to become a blacksmith or a, or a, like a handyman or what other trades are there? Like, yeah, uh, fucking carpenter, whatever. Right. right. And, and the way you learn that trade is you have to work under a master of that trade in order to learn how to become like they've become, you know, Mm -hmm. we always talk about like podcasts is a great way to learn how successful or people are successful so that you can become successful. Right. And I feel like, the same thing applies here. Like if let's say you want to be a, you want to be a film director, right? Mm. You want to direct feature films. Now I would definitely encourage you to go out and just start making films now, whatever way, because that's how you're going to get there. But also there's an incredible value in like you, you're almost like, let me put it this way. Like, uh, without mentorship, you're like oblivious to what you don't know. I feel like, you know what I mean? Like you don't know what you don't know because you haven't been exposed to it. And, work and working within or under people or getting exposed to people that are much more experienced than you, like opens you up to things that you didn't know right. that you didn't know. Yeah, and, no, that, facts. and then that allows you start advancing. I feel like if, if I was a film, if I want to be a film director, I want to work on, I want to work at the bottom level at, of any film set possible because just to see it, just to observe and learn it because you're going to take that and put it into your own thing. Right. You know? I think Andrew, Andrew Sandler, yeah. Every time I have to say his name, I have to be, be like, if you Anderson, don't know him, you've probably heard his podcast. We, they know who Andrew is. Yeah, you guys got to know who he is by now. We only have a few characters baked into this podcast, and <laughs> Andrew's one of them. But Andrew always tells a story about how one of his um, mentors was Anthony Mandler, who's a massive you know, commercial director, uh, music video director. And that's someone he looked up to in college and even before that. I mean, we all did. That was honestly, I didn't know anything about the music video industry. And Anthony Mandler is one of the only names that I ever knew as a director that did these big music videos. Um, and he got a chance to get coffee with him one time. You know what I mean? And so it's like he had the next step happen to him in a long distant, uh, only like one way street mentorship program where he just was mentored by observing every piece of content that person ever put out. He would study all every angle. He would sit there and watch every BTS video. He would read every article. You know what I mean? He, if, I don't think podcasts were crushing at the time, but any interview, he would try to absorb all that. And that was Intel on his favorite person and how his favorite person did his shit. Right. And then he got a chance to like sit down with him and then you get to this and this and that. And now he's got a relationship with this person and, and the, earn the respect over time of like, I'm a person that's going to be around for a while. You'll, you'll know me. You know what I mean? And that's, what's cool about that shit. And yeah, I feel like sick. that's so dope because you know, when, even when I met, found out about Andrew, 
and knew I had a connection to Andrew, the first thing I did was I'm on his website and anything that was there, I was, and Shannon's in the room right now too. And I don't know if this is the same thing for Shannon when she found out about Andrew, but it's like, I start watching everything that he's ever done and I start studying all the music videos and I'm figuring out what role he, oh, he produced this. Why does he produce if he directs? Oh, he likes to do both. Oh, cool. He edited this. He can edit too. Oh, cool. Like this, this and that. Oh, he did a documentary. I'm watching all this shit. You know what I mean? I had no idea if I'd ever meet him, but I'm like, I have a possibility to pick this person's brain, right? Or um, have access to him in some way where maybe I could get some answers or information or some sort of push or whatever even my cut you know morally as someone that i looked up to i talk about it all the time too and i'd watch all of his pieces of content that he put out every short film that they'd ever do all this stuff um i would study the fuck out of it you know what i mean and very every once in a while i'd reach out and just be hey this is this and it was almost wasn't even really like related to the projects he was working on it was more so like what do you suggest i do to be similar to you you know what i mean like uh, how do I do it? You know what I mean? I don't right. understand. What do I do? And there's like some of the, I'm sure some of the questions now are immature and like fucking could have been answered on Google, but having someone to look up to is so key in the development of who you become as a creator. Right? Yeah. I think, uh, I, I I'm reminded of when you talked about, uh, I don't know if it was in your podcast, but we've talked about it plenty of times for other people to listen to, but, um, how, when you were doing music, right, you were, you would study the tour documentaries of, you know, Mac or Wiz or whoever. Yeah. And just like study every single aspect of them. Like who made this? Oh, this, this is how they strung the story together. This is what they did to get this piece or whatever. Right. And you're studying, studying, studying. And you, that you're in Iowa learning those videos. And then eventually you get a chance to go on tour with Schoolboy Q and undoubtedly probably like all, that was your mentorship for that entire experience for you to create what you created. Literally. You know what I mean? was, watching through videos and studying and yeah. i feel like no one was take like it wasn't like someone took me to a show and walked me through how to do it yeah. i'm like all right when i get there i need to be and say actually that all plays a role into la too because when i came to la having studied how artists do their shit and what kind of content comes out around an artist outside of the main assets of like a music video or a song it's like oh cool there's all these things that happen on set and the way they showcase is really cool so when i got here and one of the first things i got to actually shoot was for um chris brown like a behind the scenes video i was like how do i make this shit epic as fuck drone shot this ronin this all this extra stuff like i started adding to it and trying to make it big feel very big and that only comes to versus if i were just to show up and someone's like hey you have a camera you should just document it i probably would have just filmed everything all long takes never shot for a shot never you know what i mean and then i wouldn't have known what to fucking do with it right you know what i mean but i learned like the art of telling the story in three minute recap or a minute and a half recap and make sure that person looks cool and it's only because i watched big sean do that shit and he did it every week with mike carson and you know right. what I mean? Or exactly. Macklemore did it on his tours and made like solid seven minute pieces. That's what it's so crazy how that was mentorship for me. You right. know what I mean? Yeah. And that's what we're trying to say. I think even for me, like, uh, you know, I would, I would call you my mentor, but I feel like there's a lot, there's a lot of direct mentorship you've given me in terms of like things that you've told me like, yo, do this, or this is what you should do. We've taught, had long conversations, yeah. but I feel like there's a ton of mentorship that you've given me like without you giving it to me. Right. Because I'll just sit there but you're good at yeah. a, you're good at really uh you're really good at soaking shit up like and i'll know when you're like what 
like I could see you do math calculations and shit. Like <laughs> if I'm talking to a client and stuff and I look at Dave, Dave has like a face of like, I'm not just hanging out here. It's like I'm in school. Like there's yeah. a school face that you have and then like a face where you, you might not necessarily care about. Like if I'm talking to a random person and I talk to him for an hour and a half, you have a face of I don't give a fuck. Right. But if I'm talking to you know whoever, you're like hearing how it's done and I know for a fact you're able to walk away with that and say that exact sentence to someone six months from now. You know right. what I mean? 100%. Like you stored it in a way. Yeah, I, I, I really try to do that with everything. That's what I was talking about, like on set. Like I, I and that's what I, I want to get from my perspective of this podcast topic is like, uh, really study. Like when I was in San Antonio for this, po- and I was listening to this podcast, like it's more th- to just listen to our podcast interviews and just be like, oh, he did this and then he did this and now he's this. Right. That's the shallow level. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You re- like it, within the podcast, there's like real lessons. Like there's things that people say that make you think different, and right, mm-hmm. you write that down. Like. Okay, so like this is how I gotta I gotta frame my mind. This is how I gotta look at this. This is how I gotta you know be motivated. This is how I gotta be. This is th- this person did this, and that means that if I just wait a little bit, if I take these three steps, and maybe I can get there too. And it's like really analyzing it. And I feel like being around you from the time I first showed up in LA to now, through indirect mentorship, I've become I've really learned how to really handle myself in the industry as like a business person. I feel like I always had I always had right. ways to handle but through learning okay so when he says this that's how that's how you should frame this to this person because that that conversation went really well or right. he said this word and then that clicked for them so okay I, I'll take that or he used this strategy or here's how he he like finesse showing them the content. Right. Or, you know what I mean? Like right. different ways that that you're just observing and learning. Yeah, and, and someone doesn't have to straight up, because I feel like, and this is the last thing I want to end with, is how do you find a mentor, right? Mm-hmm. And a lot of people just want to DM someone and be like, let me pick your brain. You know what I mean? And you're not offering any value. And it's like, uh, it's like not everyone really wants to sit down with you and tell you how you did it. Right. Because how they did it or how they should do stuff because it's like, um, people, re- like you have to kind of take your own responsibility for being mentored in a sense of like learning by observing i feel like or 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 dealing with um what the cards you're dealt you know what i mean like some mentor like someone may provide like a quick little snippet of something and explain just like a tiny bit of it but they don't give you all the sauce so it's up to you to kind of like use your imagination on how they went about it or understand that that's going to it took years to, for this to happen. You know what I mean? And they're not, there's no way they could even explain it to you. So some stuff we can't just tell you there's like so many different ways I want to, I'm interested also. Um, well, also when you talk about finding someone to mentor, is it like a clear conversation? Does someone have to ask you to be their mentor? Um, and this is a qu- actual question. Like, do you think say, say someone finds somebody that they respect and can make conversation with. So, Andrew finds Anthony Mandler. Let's use that example. When he sits down for that lunch, is he? Is it now something he should ask Anthony? Would you please be my mentor? I don't think so. Right. I think that's what I really wanted to end this with is I don't think so. I think, here's how I would go about it. Let's say, let's we've used you. So let's say, let's talk to Andrew. We already talked about Andrew. Let's say it's Andrew and Andrew, I look up to Andrew and um, I want to learn from him, mm-hmm. right? I'm going to, offer whatever type of value I can to him so I can just be around him as much as possible. Mm-hmm. How can I be on all of Andrew's sets? Cool. What if, like, let's say I didn't work on Black on the Cream and I wanted to do that. I'd be like, Andrew, I'll shoot all your BTS for all your music videos. I just want to be on set. Right. And he ca- and he has a person like that. He has yeah. a, his homie Alex who's always on his, on his stuff. Yeah, and I'm sure Alex is, Alex is learning and yeah, a ton. You know what I mean? And 
I'm offering you value and I'm you're my mentor by me offering you value and I'm around you. Right. And I get to learn from you. I really think that, and then through that, you develop a relationship that becomes a mentorship. Mm-hmm. But with but just asking someone to be your mentor, that's like asking them to like fulfill a job for you. You know what right. I mean? Like you're asking them to give you something. Right. I feel like mentorship comes more naturally. Like super I, organic. When I you became my mentor by me working really hard for you and developing a real friendship with you that allowed you us to have start having conversations where you were willing to help me. Right. You know what I mean? Like I think I spent so much time working my ass off for you and becoming your friend, we became friends before I ever really asked you, Ben, what do you, th-? like, I can, I remember the first time, like, I really asked you, okay, I'm gonna ask him this, like, Ben, what should I do here? And that, you really sat down. What and, was the first thing you asked me? Uh, probably when we were in Coachella, like, the, of my first big job that I landed, I really wanted to know, like, how I should frame, how I was gonna charge or something. You know what the I mean? The first thing you asked me was when we were at Coachella? No, like, I'm saying, like, yeah, I really tried for the longest time to not really ask you, like, Ben, help me with my own shit. Right, 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 right. Because my point I'm trying to get is that is, like... You tried to provide as much value to me versus before I ever fucking... Me, I need this, too. Well, because, like, let's say you go to someone, hey, I'm a mentorship. How do I do this? Like, they can answer that question, but they're not going to do that for everything that you ask. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because that's... you're, You're making their life harder. Right. So you provide value, and through a friendship, they become you become that a person that they're willing to sit down and be right. like, yeah, and then you can go to them. Like, think about how many people know you and have your number maybe and will hit you up with a question and, and you're not just gonna go right away and start helping this person out or really get on a call with them. Well, that's what I was gonna bring up is like how to fuck up a mentorship where people will like have access to certain things and then abuse it in a way where they feel some, you, okay, so that's the thing. It's unwritten that this is your mentor, right? It's yeah. unwritten. So for you, that may be your mentor, but your mentor might not have any fucking clue that you think that. And now you have access to these people, right? And so when that person has access to you, it's a little different because now you have, you know, the bat phone or whatever the fuck. So now it's like, oh, uh, shit, it's a uh, fuck. This client wants me to do this. What should I do? I'm just going to text my mentor real quick and ask him. Exactly. And this person never volunteered to be able to take those calls or this, this and that. You never asked if that was okay. And you just do that. And I don't know how many times it's happened to me more and more lately. And it drives me crazy that people will reach out that way cold out of nowhere. There's one person in particular. I see it all the time on my Instagram DMs. This person hit one time I met them one time that was it for like 20 seconds they talked to me like we knew each other because of instagram and i'm like i don't know who you are and then right after that and and during that conversation was like hey yo how do you do this how do you right away it was a couple questions and it was cool because we're in real life i'm like oh i just do this this and that bet whatever and then we walk away and then the next like two weeks later yo um what's a mess like what's the camera lens that you use like send me a link to that what and I'm like, who is this? And I'm like, oh, this is that person I ran into at one time. And then from then on, it was always like, hey, do you have anybody like this? Hey, do you know, like, can you tell me this? And it was just all these things. Like, I need this from you. And I'm like, dude, I don't know who the fuck you are. And that's the worst way to go about it. Like if I would have started doing that to Andrew, yo, do you have anyone that can uh, let me fucking come on set with them? Hey, can you do this? Can you take me over here? Can you pick like he would never fuck with me? You know what I mean? But I went it the way you go about it and find a way to say, yo, I'm willing to do whatever it takes. I'm going to not bother you. I want to be complete. Like I want to be as far on the wall as possible in the smallest fly you've ever seen. You know right. what I mean? Let me be here. I'll help out whenever I can, whatever you need. I got you that, 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 that then naturally 
you start working like in that case i'm with him so if i'm with andrew and all of a sudden we have to drive somewhere say like during the times when i'm with him where i'm going to be a sponge those meetings and things like that i should have my mouth shut then we hop in a car and we have 30 minutes because we're stuck on the fucking 101 or some shit and i'm like yo um when you were talking to him what did what what did that mean exactly and then that's a great time to ask the question because we're just sitting there in the car and there's no pressing meetings he's not on calls i don't have to bug and now those were great times to learn a lot because as soon as we leave a meeting i was able to walk away from the meeting being like i have no idea what the fuck just went down and then he's able to tell me exactly what just happened i'm like wow that's amazing all right cool and then the next time it happens i'm I'm like oh shit this is exactly what happened the first time right you know what i mean and then that's a great way to do it but i think there's ways that you can ruin um you're, you know, you can ruin that relationship really quickly. And it's just simple things that you, you just have to take a step back and be like, is this worth at, if I have a connection, if I have the bridge built, is this worth that time? Is yeah. it worth it to, to hit this person up about something like I this? I consider like, I used to consider like phone a friend, you know what I mean? Like yeah, if, you're on Je- if you're on a, you get three times, yeah, right? Like you don't want to use up your time. It's like you have certain chances to get this person's attention. Yeah. And I feel like maybe we should step back for a second. Cause this is going to be called, you should find a mentor. Right. But I really think the way to go about it is you can't, you're not, you can't really ask someone to be your mentor. You could, but it's probably not the best way to go about it. And also there's no reason in labeling it. It's what it means is putting yourself around people that you look up to, people that are more experienced than you, people that you can learn from indirectly or directly, right? And through that process, you have found a mentor. Right. And I think that's the way to go about it. You know what I mean? Like I've never asked anyone to be mentors, but everyone, are, I've been lucky enough to position around myself around people that are much more experienced and much more talented than me maybe and be able to just always be learning. And, and, and through that, they're my mentors. I've never, like, I never asked you once, hey man, you're my mentor, but... Right. I've been, we've been together for so long right. that obviously I'm, I've learned a ton. Right. So that if I was to tell you all the things I learned about you, I wouldn't be able to. Right. But that, so you're my mentor. Yeah, but exactly. You never agreed. The way I did it was, I really think it's an exchange of value. You know what I mean? Like that person, who do you look up to and could reach out to? What can you offer them that would genuinely help them regardless of anything you could receive from them? Right. What, how can you help this person? And then offer that. And by offering them that and, and creating a, a relationship of value, you can be around you can develop a, a solid working relationship with, with someone and then learn from observing. Right. You know and, I mean? I, and it's also like, you know, what's pressing, like to be just for the no-nos. And I don't know how many times this happened where I'll get a text, like there's just grips of people that will text me that I'm like, why are you texting me? You know what I mean? Like maybe in most, you always laugh at it. Cause it's like, well, you fucking quit giving yeah, people a number and shot. I'm like, number. I know, but people will put me on the spot. Like, yo what's up with like you know what i mean and it's just like god damn it like all right yeah take my number blah 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 and then you just hope for the best that they're not going to be some abrasive like person like if i started texting all the people that i have that i looked up to all the time my number is blocked i'm not getting it you become that person and that shit's terrible and yeah. so like and i've seen a lot of times where the people will hit me hey question how do you uh blah blah blah, blah. and i haven't i haven't responded to it yet or i'm in a meeting or whatever the fuck it is. And then like 45 minutes later, I checked my text and then I, I was like, Oh, uh, and they're like, never mind. I already found the answer to it. Thanks though. And I'm like, dog, what? Like that's for a fact, the shit you should never text someone. Yeah. Like the way I would, fuck. the way I would really go about like, and I just want to say this cause the way I would go about that situation, if I met you and I got, and we, I got your number, I would not text you until I had something to provide. Like I would be like, like if I met you on set, 
I would really hope I had taken a sick photo of you or I had got some BTS of you working. I said, hey, great to meet you. Like, I talked to some of you. Like, I, already, I provided you value. I gave right. you something that, and you're like, oh, sick. Boom, that's a connection made. And then, but then how I mean? do you deal with it? Then what do you do with that? I don't know. If it uh, depends on the situation, really, because like, I've had that happen, and, right, and it's then, the beginning so, of a so tour. Let's say, let's and then every day, it's hey man, how's tour going? That's hey, what I'm saying. You can't do it. After. I'm like, stop. What? After that, after that, it would be like, uh, like let's say it was Black Widow Cream, and I was interested in working for Black Widow right, Cream, right. right? I would be like, you know, one offer value. Hey, I do this and this. I notice you, I, like something that shows you you understand what's going on, and you can provide value that isn't right. being provided currently, or maybe you go out of your way and like. Hey, we talked about this. Like, I went ahead and whipped up something. Right. And, like, here's an example of what we were talking about. Yeah. You know what I mean? Then you're like, oh, sick. And then even if you just put yourself in that person's mind, we talked about this about following up. And then if there's nothing there, there's nothing there. But it's about like, I don't think a line of communication, like if someone gives you your number, someone gives you your email, that doesn't mean like, oh, I can start emailing and texting you now. Uh-uh. You know what I mean? Uh-uh. No. Every idea you have isn't the best idea in the world. And sometimes it takes like sitting on that shit think about how many ideas I come up with and like I could be like oh I'm gonna text this to this artist and then I'm like oh I should put it in the deck or whatever and then all of a sudden you get to putting it in a deck and you're like nah that idea sucks let me what if I switch it to this oh yeah this idea is, and all of a sudden you spend a week and you crafted that idea and now it's like bulletproof but the first idea was actually trash and yeah. if I would have texted the trash idea to the person that the idea is for it's over with because you gave them a bad idea right. you know what I mean like when and you also we talked about we talked about channels too like if I was proposing something, I would really want to propose an email because yeah. I'm not, I'm not going to violate like the personal, like you gave me the number. I'm not just going to start blowing it up with that stuff. And right. there's like a channel for that, like an email that can sit there. Right. You no. Know? Also, this is, this is a tangent. This is a tangent. But also when you go back to finding your mentor, I, it is, we're not saying that it's not okay to ask someone. It's okay. Cause I think people have done it. We're like, yo, I, I really look up to you. I really would appreciate, could I mentor under you? And that's okay because some people may have time to be like, actually, yeah, you could come through. I mean, you might low key just be asking if you could intern, and that's basically what you're doing. But like, it's okay to ask that question. We're not saying it's not okay, but I think most it's of the time you don't necessarily need to because they can just be a mentor indirectly, and that might be more powerful than you trying to pull their hair in a different direction. You know what I mean? Than yeah. where they wanted to go or whatever. I, I think uh, another thing to note quickly is that like, I don't think. Like you may look up to like say some photographer you look up to, right? Uh. That person just may not. I feel like mentor people that are willing to mentor or people that are willing to like help are a certain type of people. There's other artists who aren't those people. Right. You are one of those people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We have been like there are other people that are willing to provide opportunity. They're willing to give back. They're willing to help a hand. They're willing right. to teach you something. Right. There are plenty of people that are not like that. Mm-hmm. There are plenty of people that don't answer their DMs or don't care to reach out to other people. Right. And so not everyone is just you. Oh, I look up to this person. I want to mentor them doesn't work like that right it just doesn't so it's like you can't just go seek one like you know what i mean yeah it's, and there's it, a million people that are probably yeah. if you by the time you already thought of the idea there's a million people that are all, also thinking right. that idea and they've so, heard it enough like it, it's just we're in a time where it's way too easy to absorb everything and if you're going to start that as a habit which you should absorb everything possible like some people will be like, oh, I love everything you do, blah, blah, blah. I just want to pick your brain and be like, I just want to be like you. And do you have any advice? And I'm like, my advice is to have you heard every episode of the podcast? Don't ask me my advice unless you've absorbed everything I have on here because everything I've done on here is already for people like you. You know what I mean? Like, that's why I've done this. On top of it, have you seen all my work? Have you tried to find everything that I've ever posted and tried to learn about it, how I did it and all that? Like, that's stuff that someone should just do naturally. If you find something you're obsessed with or that you want to be like or whatever the fuck, 
absorb everything, learn everything that they've done and find access to everything. Like the, we were just talking about websites. It's great to go, just go to their website and start watching everything they've done. You know what I mean? If that's what you want to do or be like, you should know exactly what they've done to date. And most likely that's not even all their shit. They left shit off, but it's out there. So it's possible to look like you should be a fucking lurker. And by being a lurker and, and really digging up shit and doing your homework and writing things down and, and you know what I mean? Like that's how you learn. That's the best way to fucking learn. I don't know. We're, we're saying the same thing over and over again. Yeah. I think, um, I think we got this is spot. good. This is good. Uh, shit. Fucking first one, 2020. <laughs> feel good. You yeah. The did. coffee rolling. I know. I feel great. Um, as you know, we always end our morning roast with the question of the day from our Patreon community. And if you uh, want to have the chance to have your questions answered on the podcast, you can sign up now. Join the homies.com. Ask your question in our private Discord channel. We have a thread called Question of the Day where you can post it. Um, this one goes to Trey Visuals. Trey said, uh, um, question for those of you who shoot concerts. I was hired by the main act to do a recap of the whole concert. Since then, I've had some of the opening act hit me asking for raw footage of their sets. Do you guys typically give that out? I've shot a couple concerts and never had this happen. So I'm wondering, um, I don't know if you're saying like if you shot every show and they're asking for that footage, um, or if you're, if they're asking for raw footage of the main act, I don't know. just depends on what they're doing. I think if you're getting hired by, say you're getting hired by the main act to shoot their show and you shoot the shit out of it, maybe you, got paid to bring like two camera operators or something. You shot it three ways and you have all this footage. And then the opening artist is trying to make their own promo video or something and utilize the footage that you were paid to shoot. That would come down to your client giving you permission to share that footage out. So I would ask them first because it's ultimately their decision. They paid you to do it. But if you're just casually pulling up to a show, shooting a show and you got some cool concert shots and this artist would like to use it or saw you filming during their set and they'd like to use it, you can either ask them to give you a bag for that or just give it to them. I've, I've sent tons of footage to people that I've shot just because I have extra footage or I was like, yeah, I shot a couple of songs. Let me let me send you some raw footage just so you have it. Yeah, I mean, if you were, if, if you were specifically hired to shoot all the opening acts and the main act, then yeah, ask the client. If you just pull up to the opening act and you shot it, then... You could you could hassle them for money, but if it's just a, they just want a clip to promo, then just use that as a as a as a you know, what do you call it? Like a an opening to a relationship. Yeah. Just f- finesse off that. Right. Uh, you never know, but uh, I think a lot of people get uh, super caught up with like, do you give raw footage out? Like, I wouldn't just send you a Dropbox of raw footage. Like, what do you need? Oh, you need a, sh- a clip of this song. Let me see if I have it. Oh, I don't have it. Or right. I do have it. Right. Clip it off and send it to exactly. Them. Um. Yeah, cool. Hopefully that answers that. Uh, make sure to leave your question of the day in the Patreon. Big shout out to everyone that leaves reviews on our podcast, on Apple Podcasts. We fucking love that shit. We're going to highlight a couple of uh, the reviews. We do that every single week and send out stickers to those of you that leave reviews um, just because that shit helps us make this podcast reach more people. So today's review goes to, uh, I don't really know how to say your name, E-A-M-T-V-E. Might not be a name, might be a handle, but you gave us five stars and said better. BWNC is better than school. We appreciate that. It says Black Window Cream honestly deserves the most recognition on earth. This is a realist. It gets for all creators out there. Black Window Cream is a tool that must be utilized if you're trying to make it. You gain tons and tons of inspiration and education that schools can't teach because Black Window Cream is always sharing actual creator experiences all the bad and the good learn from your mistakes and understand that everyone on this show has been where you're at. You're not alone. 
That's so fucking true. Um, it's selfless, really, and the team must really be recognized for their diligence and killer mentality to share their knowledge without expecting a bag. Fucking appreciate that review. That's a, that's a fire. You picked a you picked a long one. That was a long one, but goddamn, it was good. Thank you, bro. Thank you. Uh, we got your Instagram handle, so we'll send you a DM and get your address, so we can send you out those stickers. Um, all right, cool. That's it for this episode of the Morning Roast. Make sure to check out our latest podcast episode with Cyrus Asar. Um, we go deep on depression and suicide awareness and this guy speaks all over the country talking about that stuff as as it hit uh some pretty real moments in that um and stay tuned this sunday for our interview with og mako that's dropping sunday at six cool new episode every single wednesday and sunday we'll see you in a few days you bitch